How's it going, dude? It's going. Oh, Nux. Oh. Nux. <laughs> Do you want to use the coaster, too? Have you reached you know, the verdict? Oh, yeah, the coaster there. It's all black. Everything's black. Everything <laughs> yeah. And I painted them. I painted them. Nicely done. <laughs> I'm trying to get... I was asking one of the girls at uh, River City Revival where they got their coasters done. Like, they... Because they have, like, the... It's like against sexual violence and that. I don't know. Okay. If, did you eat at River City before the show on Thursday? Oh, no. First time I seen those coasters there. So yeah, they must have just got them done. But uh, she was like, "Yeah, like uh, you know, there's a ton of places you can go to get like custom coasters done." But um, yeah, I uh, I was looking at Staples, and uh, I think Michaels does it too. So that's cool. Yeah, pure evil ones. Yeah, that's really cool. That'd be, That'd be sweet. Yeah, I get the logo on there. Hell yeah, man. So uh, we're going to dive into it. This is An Hour at the House with Terrence from, uh, you want to introduce your bands and everything else? Uh, yeah, uh, Terrence Thiessen from All Was Lost and uh, have a solo project called The Breath of Solace. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Stoked about uh, hearing about all of this, actually. <sighs> we're going to dive into it. Uh, so pretty much you got your foot started with uh, uh, All Was Lost in almost like was it 2020 like during covid oh let me think yeah it was 2020 september 2020 is when and it's funny like i actually joined the band and then like instantly went and started recording vocals over the tracks and stuff it's really it's a really interesting story how all was lost came about that's here i'd love to hear yeah. uh, by the way too before you start it uh yeah. did you start all was lost no. really no 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 so like there's some history here so <clears throat> There's a guy by the name of uh, Jeremy Uliak. And um, so Brett and Jordan, like Jordan, who's the vocalist of Repulse Surprise, and yeah. Brett, who's now the drummer of Repulse Surprise and Sionis. Brett and Jordan were in a band called um, Hollow Matter, not to be confused with Hollow Front. Uh, <laughs> no, but like Hollow Matter. And uh, at the time, I think Jeremy had gone out to a show or something and had like seen them. And they started this this project which eventually sort of became all was lost so a lot of the all was lost songs or at least like the foundations of them are songs that like jeremy wrote when he was like 16 years old in his in his basement wow. um that he just kind of refined and like brett brought the drums to it and uh at first jordan was actually the vocalist um so jordan had actually departed all was lost very uh like relatively around the same time that I joined. Okay, yeah. So the way I joined is really weird. Jeremy saw my uh, Misery Signals cover for, um, uh, yeah, for River King and uh, was just like, yo, man, how much to get you, like, on the album? He's like, we want, we want, like, a specific voice. We want, like, a specific sound. Like, how much, like, if we paid you, like, how much would you want? Uh, and I just asked him to send me the tracks. And I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> like, I heard the tracks and I was like, am I allowed to swear on this? No. <laughs> you can swear. No, I, I was just like, I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. <Yeah>. Like, what? <laughs> like, straight up, you know? Like, I was just sitting in, like, my apartment at the time and I was like, like, dog, this is like, this is sick. This sounds like, like, everything I love about, like, metalcore and, like, melodic metalcore. Like, this got, like, early 2000s metalcore roots and vibes and it's got like you know like the little soft like uh like clean guitar section parts that like remind me of like old misery signals like so much right and yeah. it mixes like those really sweet like janty elements that would kind of remind me of like era like the, and i know i know that augment 
especially that album was like a really big mm. influence for for Jeremy. Nice. But like he also loved bands like Killswitch Engage and he's like honestly like he's he's like an adult now but when I met him like um I think he had just he was 17 or no he had just turned 18 uh and he like listened to all the same bands I did and I was like 32. Oh shit. Yeah, like he loved all the stuff we grew up with and you could tell in the way that he wrote. So, long story short like I actually went out uh like a couple weeks after they sent me some tracks, I actually wrote. So my favorite song on the record is called dreams. And I wrote, um, all the lyrics to that, like myself. And then was kind of like all the patterns to it. And I went into the booth and we actually recorded it in Brett's basement in his room, the blanket on the wall. It's crazy. Um, right. So I did dreams and then they had closure mostly mapped out, but I changed like pieces of it. Right. Uh, shout out to Jordan Wagner for a lot of the patterns and stuff in that. Um, but also then we did like, there's a song called breathe that Jeremy like pretty much had everything laid out for. But then like, I got to have like really cool free reign with like, there's a song called mirrors on the album. Um, the song called shattered, which is, you know, out, uh, that one, one of my favorites, dude. that was, that was, that was, that was, that was like, it was, and it was during a time in my life that it was just like really nice to get like what I got out into that song, into that song. Right. Um, but those are like the three songs that like I really got to, to craft, but all of it, like I loved what they did with closure. I had no issues with how they were like doing breathe. I switched a couple little things up here and there, but yeah, it's, it's nuts. Like how that happened. Like I basically joined the band, um, and then was in the studio, like what's kind of, you can call it studio Brett's basement, like the next like week and believe it or not, this record, there's been a demo of this record fully recorded for about a year and a half wild <laughs> just amongst like the three of you two just, uh, well yeah like and then there was member switch ups and change ups all over the years right but like right. we had a, a version called like restructure is finally an album as like a demo mp3 that jeremy like bounced out that we've all had and been able to listen to for like a year and a half nice like it's it's crazy hmm. like even before closure came out Holy like shit. with the music video really we, yeah oh yeah yeah it's like it's yeah hmm. yeah it's nuts yeah like it's changed like we've added things and but like we had like a listenable version of what the album was going to sound like right it's been such a like a long time in the making you know i love the record i just can't wait to also write new stuff because no i've been sitting on the stuff for like almost two years are you that are you guys like in a position where you have new stuff ready You're yeah, just yeah, sitting yeah, on yeah. It? yeah 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 we are um kind of an interesting sitch so i guess i'm in it i might as well finish uh shortly after um the closure and shattered music video came out jeremy decided to depart from the band and it was really cool because we actually pulled jordan the old vocalist back into the band as the as the new guitar player with jace right uh and it was a really cool dynamic we had like a lot of fun you know we played shows in red deer in calgary and edmonton and um yeah it was just great having somebody who was like a part of the history of the band um back as like a part of the band um and like jordan's just a great great dude really great musician like absolutely phenomenal musician so uh, all these kids like i call them kids because they're younger like i i know that they're not kids but like they're prodigies man like they're when we're gonna be old and the scene's <laughs> gonna you know like and they're going to shape this scene. Yeah. Like, and I knew that the minute I first watched Brett drum in his basement and the, like him and Jeremy covering like era 
Like nice. it was nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like drift. And I'm just like, where where have you guys been? <laughs> yeah. Like, holy crap, you know? I remember yeah. I actually got so stoked the first time I ever met um, Brett and, and Jeremy in Brett's basement. We were recording and stuff. I actually phoned up Luke from Calling All Captains. And I was like, you have to come meet these boys. And he drove over and come and, and, and came and met them. Nice. Uh, I don't know if he'd like me saying this, but he showed us some of the some of the, the slowly getting better record before it came out. Oh, okay, yeah, nine yeah. Before it came out. Cool, so cool. the boys were pretty stoked on that. They're like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. And they were really stoked to like meet him. Yeah, of you course. Because Luke's just a good dude. Uh, but even Luke's like, these kids are nuts. Yeah. Like nuts. And I had to agree, right? I'm just like, yeah, like I, I really lucked out. Super talented. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyways, Jordan joined. Um, and then Brett actually left the band as well and went and became um, a drummer of Sionis. And uh, Jason Jordan stayed. And then we found a, a drummer in Calgary who actually came out to our Red Deer show, was a fan of our band, um, but then tried out. And now he's like our full-time drummer. His name's Chris, yep. Chris Landry. He's an awesome dude. Uh, super dedicated. The dude drives up for jams. He like drives up for all the shows. Like, so we try to make as many Calgary shows as we can, just so it's like Fair. two hometowns, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so then, uh, it was weird. We played a show on April last year, uh, at the aviary, one of the best shows we've ever played. Nice. Uh, and then Jason Jordan actually let me know in the green room at the end of the show that they, they were also going to leave the band. A big thing that kind of came up was, we had all this music. We didn't actually have the stems yet. We didn't actually have the things that we needed to like release the record since Jeremy had left. Right. Uh, and there was talk about how we would re-record it all, but it just seemed like a lot of work, you know. And fair enough. So I think uh, other reasons probably. I'm not going to speak for them, but I know that was a piece of it. Was just like how long it was taking to get the record out. Right. Uh, and kind of move forward. So they moved on and started Repulse Surprise, which is an absolutely incredible band. Um, they've already got an EP out, like, yeah. right? And they're, they've probably got like 20 some songs in the works knowing those boys. So I think it's better for them. Like they can kind of progress a lot faster in, in what they're doing. Um, so that kind of left like Jordan, Brett and Jace all started Repulse Surprise. And uh, it left me and Chris and Justin basically, right? Yeah. Um, and there was a period of time where I was like, is all was lost done you know yeah like and i actually genuinely thought it was like i had hope and i was like and i talked to chris i was like if we're gonna remake this band like we got to find the right people like there's like you know just so many things that had to sort of line up with the people that we'd find um and we had to really be intentional about rebuilding it you know like we still were like the records still got to come out, but like because we got to ride the wave of that record we've been sitting on for so long. But then, what comes next, right? And totally. uh, yeah, man, I'm not gonna lie, it was a dark period. I was like, is this band that I like, you know, put like my all into over the last like year and a half, like is it done? You know, and by far, like I've been in other bands, and it's the one right that I think is the most suited towards my voice, like yeah. that I feel like is the one that hits me in all the right places so totally. like i hope it hits other people but it's one of those things that it was hard i was like oh like i i was already grieving before it was like even fully done because i was like preparing for the worst yeah right. which is actually when i started a breath of solace okay because i was like uh i just needed to do something that couldn't be taken right that was just yes. me that couldn't be like 
I could create it and I could decide if it lived or died. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny you mention that because yeah. all was lost when I started hearing about you guys. I always thought it was your baby. You started it. No. And I know I'm hearing it now. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think a few people are going to be like, what? <laughs> yeah, because it is my baby now. Yeah. I'm the only original member. Like, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, Dalen, Nolan, the new guitar players, uh, Landon, our new bass player, and Chris, who's been in it, you know the longest next to me like we're all equal members of the band but all was lost is like my baby like especially now that we've rebuilt it and we're reviving it it's like i do i do a lot of the stuff in the band for sure and uh um have a vision of kind of where it's gonna go like have all the lyrics pretty much for the next record actually written totally. we've got about like 20 some songs so we're gonna have to sift through them but it's gonna have like uh I don't know if I should drop this right now. I don't know how many people are listening. Uh, it's going to have like a, a theme of like mental health and like like um, grief and like the cycles of like trauma and healing. But it's going to be from like an ocean lens. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So there's going to be like a really it. intense like ocean theme because it's like the ocean's a really deep, yeah. beautiful place, but it's also a really dangerous place. I think an Amity affliction right, right now. <laughs> and I, I, some influence from there, some influence from Parkway for sure. Yeah. I just always love the sea and the ocean, and there's so many metaphors you can just run with, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a really cool record. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to uh, kind of jump into like the new member? Because they're not in a music video, and when I first met yeah. them, you guys came out to one of our like garage shows, and yeah. I was like, these dudes are legit. They're fucking awesome, man. So... I'm in this dark period where I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen with all this lost. Uh, and me and Chris were like, both like, yeah, like it might, it might fizzle out. Right. Right. When I pretty much lost hope. So I was talking to Landon, me and Landon are like really good friends. Went to school together. Um, we're in like the same career. We're like, like best of friends. Right. I was uh, part of his wedding party. Like, nice. and we've always talked about doing metal together. And I, uh, messaged him and I was like, do you think there's a possibility like you'd want to help make sure that all is lost doesn't, you know, disappear. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and we're just like, yeah, okay. So he, they were sending me, um, songs that they'd been working on, like metal kind of stuff. Uh, just like, you know, demo -y stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, this has like similar sounds. Like there's similar sort of, um, ambience and like, you know, uh, structure and stuff is what like all was lost already has like we could really work with this and merge it um so landon was actually going to be the guitar player interesting and uh hmm. but he was finishing his masters because you know they're super intelligent and just like so successful in their career it's not like i won't i won't even go there it's it's nuts but like they had lots going on so it was like um we couldn't really start and uh about a month and a half after we sort of made that decision i got this long message from dalen it was like a resume oh yeah yeah huh. it was like hey we're two guitar players we've been playing together for 10 years we're best of friends we're looking for a committed band we've been in bands that have like with other people where it hasn't really gone anywhere people haven't been like as committed as we wanted here's what we bring to the table here's a folder of kind of all of our like riffs and stuff um we both have jobs we both have cars like it was like a resume nice legit hmm. um because they had seen an ad that we posted in like a, a musicians wanted page or something 
And uh, like, this is right when I was like, it's either Landon and I rebuild this or it's, it's just not going to happen. Right. Um, so then I got to talking with them and actually Dalen drove over to my house to come meet me. Like the first day we started chatting on Facebook and it's so funny. I'll give you a little insider. Nolan told Dalen not to send that message. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 yeah like, <laughs> I don't know the whole story, but what I do know is like <laughs> Nolan took a look at it. Cause Dalen's like, Hey, like, let's, let's try and join this band. Like we could probably do this. Cause they'd listen to our stuff that was online and they're like looking for something. Right. And they're like, right. And I think Nolan at first said something along the lines of like, oh, I don't know, man, like they're pretty, they're like, and they're amazing guitar players. Nolan always sells himself short, but he's like, I don't know, man, you know? Yeah. And then, but it wasn't cause he didn't like the music. It was more like, he's like, I don't know if we're that caliber and they totally are. Yeah. Um, but he also told Dalen cause he read Dalen's message. He's like, don't send that man. It's so long. <laughs> like you're going to scare him away. And the funniest part about that is that, that message is what caused me to really take a look. Like it's what caused me to really take a look at them. Right. Because I was like, you put a lot of thought into this one message. There's everything here about what we need to know about what you do, how available you are, how, what you're looking for too. Uh, you sent me a folder of your stuff so I can get an idea. Like this is a full on application. This is like a job application at this point. And, <laughs> Like the one word, one word kept coming back to me. I've told Dale in this too. I was like, there was so much intention behind the way he wrote it. Like, yeah, it was a novel. Yeah. But it was an intentional novel written to somebody who had nearly given up about three different times through this ebb and flow of like, is it going to survive? And totally. so I shared that with Landon and, and we like, we made the decision that it's like, yeah, they're going to be the two guitar players and then Lannan's going to play bass so that he could still have some influence in writing with the guitar. And so the next record's going to be like all three of them figuring out the guitar together and bass together. It's going to be really, really nice. cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Like what's going to come out of that. I'm, I'm super stoked. We already have a couple new songs written ish. Um, we have a demo of one that's been recorded on my computer forever because they sent me their stuff and I was like, I want to give you guys a taste of like what it could kind of sound like to working together. So um, I actually recorded a song with these parody lyrics. Oh yeah. Like it's so funny. Like it was just like, and it was about like how I wrote the lyrics about like, like how we could make music together. Like it was just this cheesy ass thing, but it was so funny. And I sent it to them because there's like a chorus and these screaming parts to it. And they're like, man, you did this in like an hour. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, shit, this is cool. So then that song's actually become those patterns, believe it or not, but with different lyrics. Gotcha. Cause it actually sounded, yeah. So that's, um, it's a song called currents. Um, there's another couple songs that we're working on. Nolan's writing these riffs that are just absolutely amazing. I can't wait, you know, for the new record. Like it's, it's yeah. Gonna be good. It's gonna be a good future for for all is lost. Yeah, and it's the chemistry's working out great. Like, yeah, the band is just in a stronger place than it's kind of ever been, and it's really, really, really awesome. Hell really, yeah, really man. awesome. My goodness, right? It sounds I'm, like there's a lot to it. Like, there I, is. Like, I, I had realize. to, I had to, like, actually get like all the stems for the record um, to be able, and I redid like a lot of the vocals and stuff, but the guitar work and stuff is on the record is actually still Jeremy. Nice. Um, and the drum work is very much like midied, but like Brett's drumming and stuff. Um, so like complete credit to those dudes for that, for sure. Uh, we have all their permission and, um, 
you, you know, blessing to like move forward with the tracks and stuff. So nice. I actually, uh, yeah, purchased all the stems off Jeremy and with so like purchased all the rights and stuff too. So we sent that stuff off to get mixed and mastered by Brandon Bollinger from hopefully I'm saying his last name, right. Uh, from the States, uh, I think his, his thing's called unkindled audio. Okay. Uh, he did, the new remaster of closure and the new remaster of shatter and, mm. and he's doing the whole record. Nice. Yeah. So it's going to be good. Hell yeah. I'm dude. excited. That's sick. Yeah. There's <laughs> so much to it. Like I know I just like rambled a little bit, but it's just like such a, like it's such a complex kind of story to a band. Um, and I could just sit here and say, we're always lost. We're the five members we are now. And <laughs> yeah. uh, this is our record. It's coming out, but like it just doesn't do it justice to the history of everybody who's been involved. Like, I think you were at the show at starlight where all the boys from repulse, we actually played with them. They're actually going to be on our CD release too, but like they jumped up on stage and did our last song with us. Like, yep. like everybody was like on a mic Yeah. and that's very much always lost. It's like, it's not just the five dudes that we are now. It's everyone that came before it too, you know? Um, and I think it's really important to like honor that. Totally. You know, especially in a process like this. There's even been talk about like maybe we put together a documentary one day that sort of shows like there's these crazy videos of like Brett Trump jumping off bridges with Jeremy and oh, like yeah. drumming in like <laughs> this apartment building, like laying down the drums for the record. Like it'd just be kind of cool to put that together. You 100%. Know? 100%. Yeah. That, I, I'm surprised. I'm shocked right now how much has happened yeah. over two and a half years. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, it's nuts. It's crazy, man. Jeez. And and that that's a that's a thing. Like, yeah, you know, you're you're telling the story about something that you're passionate about, something yeah. you're really invested in, something that again, I along with so many others feel is your baby. Yeah. You know, you took it on as such and uh, respect to you, man. You've you killed it. Thanks, dude. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Love coming to the shows and just rocking out with you and you pass me the mic and me forgetting the lyrics every the time. The one part in the song. <laughs> yeah. It's all quiet too. And I'm like, I looked at the guy next to me and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I was close enough. Like it was a depressing lyric. I can't even remember I what I said. I think you said something like, and you weren't there. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, I listened back to that video. Someone actually caught it on video. And I was like, oh, really? I was like, oh, it worked. What he did worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like at the spoken word part and shattered. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I love that fucking song. Seriously, it's so good. And Thanks, I look man. forward to hearing like how many Okay, are we allowed to announce how many other songs are on the EP? Yeah, like it's not going to be a public announcement, but if people are tuning in the podcast, like I can share a little bit. Cool. Uh so seven. Um so there's the song called Breathe, uh, and then there's Restructure which is out, which was the first one that we got mixed and mastered through uh Brandon when we decided we were doing the record and moving forward with the new members. Right. Um and then there's Closure, which is like our oldest song, but is remastered by Brandon as well. Uh, and then it's kind of cool. So the song list goes like this. Um, mirrors become shattered dreams. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> so there's those three at the front and then the four. And okay. Seven in total. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So it's a longer EP. Yeah, EP slash LP. I think it's yeah. more of an like I don't know. Like it, it might it might actually be an LP in a way. Like it's it's seven songs. One of them though is I'll I'll just tell you is a uh, started out as an instrumental. You know those like under oath like old records where there would be like that little instrumental track in like the record somewhere, and it was yeah. meant to be listened to like 
front to back, like back in the days when singles weren't like a thing, the norm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah, like I miss those days to be honest. And I'll, I'll, I, I miss like, is a listening experience to go like front to back on a record. Totally. If you go on my, I still have like all my records from when I was like 16, like my like CDs, I still have a CD player in my car. Like I'm still the guy who like goes and picks up CDs. If bands yeah. have them, like I bought, um, uh, arrival of autumns nice. CD. Nice. Like I was so appreciative of the fact that they actually had physical. So we're going to do physicals probably. Perfect. Um, like I'm about 90% sure. Uh, because of that whole thing like that listening experience right right um but yeah like you could be doing bundles with it like a cd with t-shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. we got these really sick merch designs uh done up for the the t-shirts and hoodies and we're gonna do like a t-shirt bundle it's gonna come with like a cd a shirt and like a signed poster and then like we'll do the same for like the hoodie okay uh, we're actually gonna be running a contest here soon probably coming out next week it's cover contest um gonna be for shattered and closure the remastered versions okay yeah so we're gonna release the tabs so you can do whatever you want pick up a guitar it's only you only need to cover like a minute i think of the song so okay. uh pick up a guitar pick up a bass do vocals do both you know get behind the kit like do whatever you want to do right but it's open to everybody um and the winner is actually going to win like a shirt a hoodie a poster a cd we we're talking about like a free ticket to our cd release but not everyone lives in Edmonton. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah, so we... Uh, I mean, that package is pretty good. I'm very right? interested now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bundle's <laughs> sick, man. I Yeah, and just to do it for fun, right? Like, so... And then, yeah, you'll just have to, like, hashtag and tag the band on the socials or whatever. Like, it's good, right. it's good exposure for us, but it's a good interactive thing, I think, to be able to do with people who are listening to our stuff. And, totally. Right? I think it's a cool thing. I'm, uh, I'm really excited to do it. Uh, but yeah, that and all the new merch is going to get announced soon. Like there's, there's big things coming. Nice. Got a, got a bunch of <laughs> tour dates to coming. announce soon, like okay. around the record. Yeah. Nice. Are we able to share some of those or you want? We to can. Keep... Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, oh man, I hugged Dexter so hard the other day. It's good because this guy's a legend. Yeah. And, uh, we got an opportunity that's like a, a dream come true of mine in a way. Um, we're going to be playing uh, Starlight on, like, the main stage on June 2nd for our CD release in Edmonton. Yes. Yeah. Like, the new record release date we announced it yesterday, actually, is May 26th, and we actually had to push it. Right. Uh, largely because we just have, like, one more song to sort of finish, but there's also one song that might be getting a guest vocalist who I've been talking to for a while, and, like, we're trying to give it enough time to, like, get into the studio and get that done because, like that's another dream come true in a way. Of course. Um, so like we pushed it by like a month, right? Originally we're like, let's get it out, give people a month to listen to it before the CD release. Um, but now we're like, nah, if it comes out May 26th, that's our like CD release, uh, split CD release with before I fall in Calgary anyways. So that's technically on release date. Right. Uh, and then the Edmonton one will be a week after it's released nice. <clears throat> at starlight on June 2nd. And then we're playing, red deer on um june 3rd okay it's really cool actually it worked out really awesome so before i fall is going to headline the calgary show and the poster is going to be like their cd release and we're going to be it's split with us and we'll be you know right under them and then we're playing with our last crusade and luminosity it's gonna be a really sick show nice uh and then the one in edmonton is going to be a five band bill um and we're going to headline it and it's going to be our cd release split with before i fall 
and then we got Pride Lands from Red Deer playing with us. Uh, Repulsor Prize, all the old boys used to make a fall was lost, and nice. uh, the Judge the Juror. Which, funny enough, the vocalist in the Judge the Juror was actually in a band with Dalen and Nolan before they joined All Was Lost. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of oh. like this, like interconnected kind of show. It's, yeah. It's really cool. Um, is that how you knew it? Sorry to interrupt, but is that yeah. how you knew of them prior to the message that you got from I them? I didn't know them prior to the message. Okay. Yeah. First time. That's why I'm saying when Dalen came up to meet me day of, it was just crazy. It's like first time I'm meeting this guy. Okay. And, I see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> then Red Deer. So Divide the Dead is releasing a record around the same time. So they're actually going to headline in Red Deer. And then it's going to be like a split three kind of like cd release with like us and before i fall playing with them and then right. the boys in umi yokai opening up nice oh, so dude. that's gonna be a sick show oh too and then we talked about doing like a cd release tour problem with that is like like we're we're all adults we got like nine to fives i got like you know i got kids and family and uh like touring is just and that anybody who's ever done touring in western canada where you do like the week thing knows that playing Vernon on a Monday night, like shout out to Vernon. It's dope. Like I love playing at it, but like spending all that money on gas and being away from your family and your work, like playing, playing those like smaller cities that you've never really even been in before on like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. Like there's like five people there, Yeah, you know? And it's not that those five people don't matter. Like we'll play to two if they show up, you know, like it's still about the experience, but if we're going to travel and take the time off work and like, we kind of wanted it to make and make it work in everyone's schedule. Of course. And uh, I had to make it work for like my parenting schedule and stuff. So I did this thing where I booked us weekends throughout the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the next ones, so we have alt waves that we're playing as well. Nice. Um, but then we're also going to play in Banff the day after Alt Waves. Okay. So that's one of the next tour dates, if you will. Nice. Um, which I hear, and I'm pretty sure, according to Adam from Before I Fall, that we might be playing with Calling All Captains at that show. Sick. So that I'm pretty excited for that. And then um, we uh, booked in July on the 14th and 15th. We're in Regina and Saskatoon. Nice. With um, Alien to the Ignorant. Like our homies uh, up there, and then uh, our friends in A Villain's Neverland, they just released a record this year too. So they're following us for both dates. And then nice. there's locals opening up in in both cities. Uh, Aquithrium, I think I'm saying that right, is mm. the one from Regina, and then or no, the one from Saskatoon. And then in Regina, it's gonna be Fist Fight, nice. hardcore band out there. So nice, yeah. really stoked on that. Um, and then we got a BC run in July as well. So, uh, July 27th, we're actually at Kamloops at the blue grotto. Nice. Yeah. With a bunch of really cool bands like broken crow, uh, Padova, some locals out there. Yeah. And, um, arrow, um, arrow in the quiver is actually from Vancouver is following us for all three of the BC dates. So they'll play with us and before I fall. Sick. Right. Uh, and before I fall is going to be in Regina and Saskatoon with us too. Like it's like a, before I fall always lost tour and we're going to put all the dates on it, but it's going to be weekends. Okay. Like not a continuous right. kind of run. Right. Uh, so BC, yeah. 27th Kamloops, 28th Kelowna at runways. Um, nice. We're playing with Psychotect and uh, Nomad actually just joined the bill too. Cool. And then Arrow in the Quiver will be with us there. And then in Vancouver, yeah, we're playing with uh, Arrow in the Quiver and another all year long, I think. I might be messing Ooh. that up. I just heard about the last band that joined the bill. Okay. But yeah, it's going to be sweet. 
I'm excited to do that run and then the Sunday just drive back from Vancouver and, and home. Right. So yeah, we got a we got a few out of towns to do and have all the new merch and Dude. physicals to sell on them. Oh, yeah. Wait, so no Manitoba dates at all or anything? No, like I was trying to get Winnipeg. If we did Winnipeg, it would probably be like its own weekend. Right. It feels almost more like next year we're going to go like hit Winnipeg maybe on the way to Toronto. Okay, and cool. And do like some dates in maybe like Hell yeah, dude. Ontario and, oh, man. and Quebec and stuff. Um, yeah. I just don't think it makes sense for us financially or feasibly right now um, on the first record too to just do all of Canada yet. Mm-hmm. But I definitely wanted to do like Western Canada. I was trying to get a Grant and Perry date, but um, I play better than Fred's or something. But it's tough. There's not a lot of bands out there, right? Right. And yeah. um, uh, Arrival to Autumn is like the one out there, but they're already on like this big tour that they're doing. So setting it up has been uh, it's been tougher. So we don't actually have that date. We were talking about Fort McMurray too, but haven't gotten anything kind of able to solidify so those are the dates the ones i listed already those are the for sure ones um that we'll be announcing on a poster nice before i fall and all was lost it's going to be called the uh before i fell and lost it all tour (laughs) i like that (laughs) yeah nice little weekend warriors kind of yeah like throughout the whole thing yeah 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 Yeah. it's gonna be like artwork will be like their cd and our cd like on the poster together nice yeah yeah nice dude i'm excited i i think it's gonna be a really good summer yeah no doubt you get working with some cool bands you know yeah yeah i got a bust got a hustle for that uh edmonton show because like main stage start like like we gotta we're gonna try and get like at least you know 350 400 people out to that show so yeah yeah we're gonna have tickets soon yeah we're gonna be hitting y'all up Exactly. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> hopefully they're listening, paying attention. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Mm-mm. All right, man. Well, uh, thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to dive into your little side project now. Sure. Yep. So when did that all come about? You, you mentioned it a little bit prior backpedaling here, but uh, you were saying it was kind of during the hard times of all was lost. So you got this started and then was there anyone else involved? There was. At first, there was this guy out in Toronto. His name was Adam. Um, and we were talking about doing like a record, uh, just the two of us, like as like a project. And he sent me, you know, this instrumental song. It sounded a lot like Parkway Drive. It's forgotten. That's up right now. Um, and we went back and forth talking about like, let's do an EP um, around this idea that like we were this metaphorical idea that we're sort of destroying our planet and our lives and we're needing to like rebuild as as like a human race, like almost like find a new home kind of kind of deal so that's why there's all this sort of space themes a little bit right uh and the record uh cover um forgotten the way it's kind of on there like each single is going to have a different piece of the artwork featured so darkness just dropped if you look really closely at forgotten cd artwork there's a little black hole in oh, the sky shit. okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah huh uh just a little easter egg there Okay. Shout out to Easter weekend. <laughs> Hope y'all are having a good one with your families, Hell friends. Yeah. Um, but we, like, I, uh, I have this artwork for Darkness that just dropped yesterday. It's like this black hole, right? And then there's another song called Seeking, which is features like this this star artwork and and uh, yeah, like each song has its own place in in the kind of story. Um, but the art is all being like used together. Like it's like this really cool concept that we had, we had together. Um, but then Adam didn't really want to 
go the same direction anymore. Mm-hmm. So we had two songs written. Um, I took Forgotten and he took the other one, uh, which was called Hiding, but it's no longer called Hiding. He released it under his own uh, solo stuff. Um, I think it's just Adam Butler on okay, yeah. Spotify. Uh, it's really good. Um, but w- yeah, I took uh, I took Forgotten. And um, from there, like my buddy Justin, who's also in All Was Lost, he does Young Link. Uh, and he was telling me about these ways to get instrumental tracks. Like you can just buy them from, you know, prod people and stuff online who literally write this stuff to sell it to people who are in that position wanting to, you know, make music. So Mm, that's how a lot of young links, uh, beginning stuff started. Like now he's got like a whole band and everyone writes together. But so I like listened to a bunch of this stuff online and there was a few songs that really stuck out. And, uh, one of the first ones is actually darkness. And, I remember sitting there listening and just kind of coming up with patterns in my head. And I have a, I have a uh, makeshift studio kind of in my basement, like blankets, moving blankets on the wall, blankets yeah. on the roof, like was a super cheap setup, but works, you know? And, yeah. uh, you know, I got Reaper and this tiny little like wall encasement that sort of acts as a vocal booth. And yeah, I think the quality of the stuff I'm able to record on that is, is pretty decent. Um, so I just like jumped down there and I was like, I'm just going to write my own record. Totally. And so that's, that's kind of how it started. Um, that's also why forgotten was released like in May, I think of last year. And like the second single darkness just came out now because Adam was also helping like mix and master uh, it a bit. So I had to like really learn how to mix vocals. Um, and Justin helped a lot with like some of like, especially like the cleans cause he's really, really good at that stuff. And he sort of showed me a lot of what to do cause he does a lot of young link stuff like totally. himself. Um, so this last one, like Justin helped with the foundation a bit, but like the final mix on the vocals in darkness that I just actually dropped yesterday, uh, was my mix. Nice. So it just took a while to really learn how to do that. You know, and I, I bounced it off people, even people who've been on this podcast. Like I threw it over to Sean probably six different times. It was like six different versions of the same song that all sound slightly different. <laughs> you know, and I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Until I got to the one where you, other people, cause you get, you get in that space where you're in your own head and you're like, is this good? I can't even tell anymore. Right. Um, yeah. Which I'm sure anybody listening who records can appreciate. Like you just you get in that place. Right. And totally. So outside opinions um, from other people in the community, friends, like really helped too. But I'm really proud, I think, of the way that Darkness sounds and, and I'm hoping to keep that standard for next couple songs that are gonna come out. And of course. I don't have a time frame when to expect, like I'm just gonna do them. That's the beauty about A Breath of Solace. It's it's me. Passion project. It's passion project. Just do and I can just do when I when I want to and when I right and people yeah. who are following. Shout out to my two monthly followers. <laughs> do you have a song up now? I have two. Well, on, you're gonna have another one. On Spotify, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And, and darkness is up there too. So um I'll post it in the YouTube link. I'll post that. Sure. Well, I'll post both because I know you're gonna have I'm trying to think of what I can ha- have in there. Maybe I'll post the show date, yeah. the ticket link for your Always Lost show in Edmonton. Yeah. And then I'll post, uh, you know, uh, A Breath of Solace. Sure. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, put that song in there. Cause yeah, it was really cool. Like getting to, this is the first time I've ever had like a, like a vocal recording set up in my basement, like where I can just kind of do stuff. Yeah. Like I spent so many years as a vocalist because I've been doing vocals in bands since I was like 18. I'm like 
33 in September this year, you know, so it's a long time. Uh, and I've been on a lot of different projects in a yeah. lot of different ways. I've done everything from like go record in an actual studio um, to recording in a garage to recording in a basement. Um, every time I do it, though, like somebody else would record me. Mm. So when I was in Sionis, like Caleb would do all of our own recording and he would record my vocals. Right. Um, in like above and below, it was uh, like Justin and I would go record with Caleb because he was actually the bass player of that band too. Right. Um, when I was in With Conviction, I recorded that EP in, in a garage. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure it was in the jam space if I remember correctly. 100%. Uh, and then A Breath of Solace actually used to be a project between, it was 2015, me and my buddy Mitch uh, below, we started a little online project that we called um, Beyond Struggle and we released a song. Yes. Yeah, you remember that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So we recorded that song like in his basement. Okay, cool. Like while I was still in school because I couldn't really do much more than little project here or there and work on my voice that way and, and kind of make music that way because band was just too much while being in school full time in university. Of and course. Stuff. Um, do you still have music by, from Beyond Struggle? So the song that's up is still up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's called Hungry Eyes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. But you had another one you sent me like you know prior to all this like when you had like almost like a whole album for that band and there was one song that really stuck out to me uh maybe seeking the one that was like super pop punky it had like no a, it was like it definitely was a metalcore kind of vibe that might have been the one sean actually wrote called okay. lost yeah that one hmm. that's gonna be the next one that i probably work on it and get up okay. did it start with a breakdown uh i want to it was like a tapping kind of song uh, it had like two titles okay but yeah, so Mitch and I only wrote like two or three songs together. Okay, um, interesting. And then he actually moved on to work with uh, this amazing vocalist, Mac, and, and start a band uh, called Synchro. Okay, um, yeah. So, yeah, long story short, like I took uh, the Beyond Struggle Facebook page. And if you go back far enough, there's actually, I think, still posts from Beyond Struggle where I'm like recording with Mitch in the, in the basement and stuff and made that like the um, A Breath of Solace oh, Facebook okay. page and stuff and just kind of re repurposed it. Um, cause that's what it's always been is like a little passion project. Right. And it's right. just sort of evolved. So that's what I did. Um, but yeah, even before that, like I recorded in a studio with Quinn, uh, I can't pronounce his last name. Sorry, dude. I've tried and I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> I think I know. Who uh, it was, you know, I'm like guys on studio in Sherwood park and, uh, like did all of calling all captains stuff. Um, Riot in Paradise. I was just gonna say. So that was for Riot. You yeah, did that for? Okay. Yeah, we recorded with Quinn. Nice. Um, was in that was the longest standing band I'd been in until All Was Lost. Okay. The yeah. only other band I've ever been on like a tour with too. Nice. Um, yeah, and then Mitch and I were in a band. So the guy who did Beyond Struggle and stuff with, uh, we were in a band that was just like a Parkway August Burns Red tribute band called For Reasons Lost. That was before uh, Riot in Paradise. Riot in Paradise was more like counterparts meets the ghost inside a little bit like it was like that melodic hardcore kind of sound totally. huge vanna influence you so know good yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 uh so that's cool like i've gotten to do little different projects over the years right like 100 been in like full metalcore bands that basically you're like oh this is parkway number two yeah you know um and then <laughs> i was in right in paradise that was like i got to really practice more like that hardcore edge kind of aggressive scream less of the like you know metalcore and now i've kind of got this I've got this range that I can kind of play with. Yeah. You know, and I can merge like fries with false and, and kind of find this beautiful middle ground. Like, you know, when you find your mixed voice when you're singing and you can kind of um, 
like use your head voice and your chest voice together and they, they call it mixed voice yeah I kind of found out how to do that with like fry and false chord together like nice let each of them build on the other and kind of pull the strengths out of each but like you know it's like a teeter-totter like yeah it's like i'll use both but ever so <laughs> once in a while one will be more than you know what i mean yeah uh, and that's kind of how i scream now like that's how i found but over the years when i was in all those other bands like i experimented with so many different types of screaming i did inhales in for reasons lost if you go on reverb nation you can listen to the two songs we put out called portraits and i think funeral confessions so good and there's <laughs> there's like you can tell. You can tell when the voice switches. Yeah. Like I'm one of my buddies like said to me once, they're like, dude, do more of that. And I'm like, no, it's inhales. Like I, I refuse. <laughs> but like back then, like I, I, I did them right uh, in select parts. And then I went to Just Fries in uh, another band I was in um, called Here Lies Elizabeth, uh, where I was really trying to do like the Melissa Cross version of stuff and save my voice because I found doing all that heavy false chord all the time like sometimes you know strained it a bit too much and so I was like how do I take care of my voice long term so I just went with fry and now I've got this mix of both you know that it really I love it I can record for eight hours straight and my voice is still there my head might have a little bit of blood rushing to it (laughs) right but like voice is still there yeah um same play show sound the exact same after the set like i just i'm at a way better place now when i was in university i taught myself like how to sing and, and over the last couple of years really like i took vocal lessons from carly oh, okay, in the city yeah. here who's really really awesome vocal coach um can't afford her anymore but like you know took those lessons when i could and she nice. she really helped me um at one point in my life i thought i was tone deaf because i was like why can i not just figure out the notes you know and right. now I'm at a place where I like I'm confident in in my singing voice. Like I've got a long way to go and everyone's always learning and I'm always learning, but I'm at a place where I can confidently pick up a mic and both sing and scream. Yeah. Whereas before I could just I could almost like screaming wasn't I don't want to say it wasn't hard, but I the muscle memory, like I I've done it so many times that I'm just like I know how to do this. So singing is becoming more like that as yeah. time goes on. So um I wish I could redo the cleans on the record for All Was Lost, but it's kind of speaks to a moment in time. And the next record's going to have like a lot more intense singing, I think, with like some of that grittier kind of almost um, like a yell. Not really even a yell, like like a like a toned singing, but like just with a little bit of grit. Interesting. Yeah, I've really like learned that technique. Kind of like I'm excited. I was like trying to uh, play with stuff like Thousand Below and like not as good as James DeBerg, right. but like that style. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Dude, when I first heard like your like clean singing and shattered, I was like, this is when you look back in history. Yeah. I haven't really heard ever heard you clean sing. Yeah. It's always just been screaming. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was different for sure. I was like, holy fuck, at least you're expanding your horizons, you know? Like Yeah, and I did do two songs in Riot in Paradise where I sung, but I remember okay. even thinking to myself, like I was like a journey to prepare to do that every time I do it live. Right. Like it was hard, really hard for me. Um and I just wanted to get to a place where I didn't have to think so much about it and it was a little more muscle memory too, you know? Right. Um and all the jamming and stuff of all was lost has helped with that. I've also challenged myself. Like I put out a, a vocal cover channel on YouTube. Um, I think I've got like 13 followers, but it's, it's fun for me because I get to 
pick songs. I'm kind of trying to do like one song per band that really inspired me or that I really love. And it's difficult to find instrumentals online, so I can't like do all of them. But right. uh, so far, I've done like Parkway Boneyards, August Burns Ride Composure. Um, I did the August Burns Ride Christmas cover, yeah. which you helped me with. Yeah, like, it's on the same channel. Nice. And my partner features in like that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, I like that you guys did that like almost like a duet. You know? Yeah, like, we had fun with it. I, I thought it was really cool. Um, and my partner's a super talented musician too. Uh, we. And then, like, I've got a couple others in the works. So I've had a my own version of Left You Behind by Stick to Your Guns recorded for a couple of months now. Nice. Uh, where I actually switched up some of the lyrics. Because, like, I have a bit of a story with my own twin brother. I won't, like, dive into on this podcast. Okay. But, like, the lyrics in that song resonate for me. I see. And the whole, like, kind of leaving family behind. But, like, almost in a different way, right? So I wrote it more from the perspective of, like, a brother mm. who is really lost their connection and is distant from their brother through, you know, life choices and being on the road. And I think that song was written a lot from like being on the road. Right. So mm. it was a different take on being on the road. Right. Yeah. Um, but I redid, like I kept a lot of lyrics the same, but I redid parts of it. Yeah. And so that'll come out soon. And then I've got Amity Affliction, Don't Lean On Me cover in the works. And yeah, like I'm just going to do, probably the ghost inside after that like i really want to do a vanna cover but it's hard to find like instrumentals like i want to do safe to say totally or, yeah obviously you're the rat would be sick too you're, you're the rat would be good too i want to pull something though from like evan like when evan oh was okay the, yeah yeah yeah. Interesting. yeah 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 like uh, those cleans you know I wanna, totally I try. are you gonna do the cleans in the amity cover? oh i already oh. yeah i've already got the course recorded. oh nice okay perfect yeah, yeah. hell yeah yeah it's i got a demo going already for it so yeah, all this stuff's just kind of sitting on my computer in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> I got a ton of shit, but I just right? like, like, haven't released just, yeah, it. <laughs> it, it. It'll come out eventually, you know? But yeah, it's just sitting on my computer in my basement. Interesting. Yeah. That's dope, man. Well, I think... Are we almost time? Oh, we got like a little bit more time. Yeah, I was like in my head, I'm like, whatever. If it goes over an hour, I don't even care at this point because it's so engaging. Like, I feel like I've just learned so much about all was lost within that short span. Like, I had no idea. Yeah, it's because, like, how do you even publicly start to break that? That's why I was thinking, like, a documentary would be a really cool way to capture what Always Lost is and what it's kind of totally. been. Yeah. Um, you know, like, now that we're playing the main stage, we've sort of talked about, like, maybe getting Abacene Productions to do, like, a full-on recording of our live set. Nice. And, like, turning it into a documentary and then having, like, that live piece in there totally um, maybe even like little interviews after before some sneak bits i don't know shout out does. to parkway drive when they did theirs yeah, yeah that's yeah. totally oh. where i'm taking the influence from. yeah yeah, yeah dude yeah. dude <laughs> i get it i get it and that the the first one they did their first dvd that oh they did oh my god is i've game watched game i've watched a hundred times at least in my life like so much respect for the way they did it like just get on a plane yeah and go to the Go over to Europe without yeah. shows even booked. Totally. Dude, and going to Mexico and sleeping on the side of the highway in a tent. Sleeping in a ship in France. Yeah. Like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, when I watched that, like, because Parkway actually, like, Winston McCall is probably, when I was younger, at least, like, biggest inspiration for me vocally. Uh, and then, like, Jesse Zaraska from Misery Signals, right? And Spencer Chamberlain from Under Oath, like... You know Shane from Silverstein, even too. Like, yeah. um, all those dudes, like, 
super super big influences for me um my guitar player always thinks jake lures from so jake ADR. is one yeah uh and i get told a lot that i sound like jake lures <laughs> yeah i think we just <laughs> yeah. use really similar techniques i don't know i've never yeah. gotten him on a keyboard or the phone to be like hey man do you like also like bridge your fries and your false chords like i don't i don't we sound very similar yeah uh, but yeah i know i get that a lot um i've also gotten that i sound like winston which would make sense because I probably spent a good deal of my life trying to sound of similar to Winston. Of course. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, I uh, I don't know. It's, it's You draw a few influences. I like, do. Oh, I you named all those guys. Ghost and Inside. I, yeah. Yeah. I counterparts see sure. even. Counterparts, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah. Draw draw a lot from the, James DeBerg, though, too. Like, I, yeah. hopefully I'm saying his name right, but from, like, Thousand Below. Their first record? Like, who puts out a first record that's that good? I know. Like, <laughs> trust. Like, what? Yeah. Like, okay, uh, Under Oath Point yeah. 2.0. Like. Yeah. When Jamie was still in the band, when he showed me, like, their first single that they came out with, I was like, why have I never heard of oh, these guys insane. before? They're and his so vocal good. tone and the lyrics and their delivery and the struck. Like, I just thought whole record when i was actually moving into my new house and doing randos and painting it like i had that record on repeat okay yeah yeah like repeat you cool know? but even I've t i take influence from bands like senses fail you know like let it unfold you is probably still one of my favorite records gold yeah. i'd love to Pure find gold love to find an instrumental that i could do a cover because like i can match buddy's voice pretty good okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um it would be a lot of fun to do like NJ or something, mm -hmm. you know, but there's no instrumentals online. Like, of course. So some of these are going to be like <sighs> getting people if they want to, you know, maybe even paying them or just asking a friend like, Hey, yeah, totally. Like, totally. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but Sean from gloom and I have been like, let's do Vanna together. Yeah. Like let's, let's do it. And Good I don't fit. know. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but it would be a lot of fun. It would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and you're right. It's hard. Like even the hardcore version of um, Thirty Four Seconds I did recently could not find an instrumental anywhere. Yeah. Like what the heck? Like, but there's certain songs that I look up and I'm like, oh okay, instrumental. Like I never would have thought, you know. But it's just I I swear it's based off popularity because I was yeah. gonna do um, the story so far an acoustic song that Claire clairvoyant. Yeah, clairvoyant. That. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I wanted to do that one and I can find the instrumental online, but I can't find the instrumental for like other songs. Like have heart. There's a hardcore song I want to do from them. Can't find the instrumental for the song. Like uh, there needs to be like a website dedicated. I'll pay money for right? it. Yeah. Someone <laughs> get on this. I, uh, I want to find one for like intimacy by dead and divine or okay. like one of my favorite songs. And actually the song that I learned to sing to other than the spill canvas, believe it or not, the, singing to like the tide and self-conclusion and stuff this is, is making how, sense <laughs> how i learned to sing okay uh but the one song that like really brought me out of my element and learning how to like kind of use my head voice more and like was good night quiet city by dead and divine okay nice yeah nice and i wanted to do like a professional cover of it for forever um yeah uh yeah it's just like and it's crazy like years go by all these bands are still like you know ones all like like I was listening to like counterparts profits on the way over. Oh, here, nice. You know? Nice. It's just the old record still hit for me. Um, totally. I swear that's computer drums on that record. It's like, maybe. it's so intense, dude. It's it so be. intense. Like what is going on with those kicks? <laughs> but nowadays, like everything's kind of computer. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, right? yeah. For when it was released to where we are now. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm not even, even then. And like, so much has changed. Like I remember when I was playing in riot and 
uh, the scene was actually like bumping. Like we'd get like 300 people out to the pawn shop and that's like when Av was still around mm-hmm. and um, uh, the Studio Music Foundation and Mercury Room and stuff. Um, but nobody used backtracks. Yeah. Like not us, not Elements, not even, I don't even think Submerged, like all the bands we used to play with. Right. Like, hmm. Nobody used backtracks. Were they using a like a click? To maybe the drummer might have had a click. Yeah, and maybe Submerge had backtracks, and I just wasn't aware. Like okay. I was not as musically aware back then. I just wanted to play music. And yeah, I know Riot and Paradise didn't use them. I'm like almost 100 percent sure Elements didn't use them. Okay, yeah, right. Like it wasn't super super common. Now it's like watching a metalcore show without them is weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like, it can still be done. I think it's It can cool. still be done. And we still, like, once in a while try to play Unplugged just because it's just fun. Yeah. Right? But, uh, like, with, like, the synth and all the background stuff that, like, it goes into albums, like, having that in the room, mm-hmm. you know, and the bass drops that totally. shake the room. Totally. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just part of it's part of the performance now. Um, so I've had a lot of learning with that. I, uh, I think it's cool, too, how the scene was and then sort of fell apart. And then we had like nothing in Edmonton for a while. Yeah. And it's just like through COVID, I think like a lot, it's a lot of the same people who were in the scene before, like Sean and Gloom was from Stallard and like I could list so many, right. Of just people who were in bands then and started new things other than Canada Among Saints. Shout out to Canada Among Saints for surviving as long as you did, even through COVID and all that other stuff. Like you guys played, I think you're one of your first shows with us and being as an ocean when you guys were like 15 so like mad respect to you boys but no other band other than you and maybe our last crusade in calgary who only has one original member too yeah like right so the bands fell apart from back then but a lot of the members rebuilt new projects Mm -hmm. and it's the same people somewhat rebuilding the scene now yeah and it's starting to flourish like that like it did then um but with a new direction yeah there's a lot more gent there's a lot more metalcore there's a lot more deathcore yeah a lot Um, more hardcore well and the hard (laughs) so that's the thing about edmonton though the hardcore scene's kind of always been there and it thrives in its own right yeah right like huge when like slumlord was like carrying the torch and stuff right and um but you know there's lots of hardcore bands like eyes front is one of my favorite edmonton hardcore bands for sure false body vibes false body like yeah and and Maddie, you know, from Clean Clean Up Your Act Productions and stuff like, they've kept that alive. I seen him the other night. Yeah, I saw him the other yeah, night. Yeah, I was too. like, yeah, oh, yeah. you're on a metalcore actually, show, hey? <laughs> we left that show and I ran into him. Actually, uh, we went to just go get some food because we were hungry. Oh, okay. And we yeah. we ran into him like at uh, this. It was like this bar, kind of like a I can't River remember City the name of it. Revival. No, underneath? it wasn't underneath. Uh, Starlight it was like a few blocks away, but yeah, oh. like we ran into him, spent spent the night hanging out with him. Nice, it was cool. Um, but like Joel too, before that, like used to run a lot of the hardcore shows, and they'd be like at the Armory Center, like in Colin from uh, Exits and yeah. Myasis, like his like garage. Like I remember his hardcore garage shows. But somehow, some way, like the hardcore community in Edmonton has always seemed to thrive. Yeah. Whereas what I can say about the metal scene, metalcore scene, we didn't. Was it a like while. a wave, would you say? Because you've been around a we lot longer than We were like here and it was like super intense. And then we okay. lost a lot of venues okay. and we lost a lot of, I don't know what else. And then COVID. Yeah. Right. And 
I think though in COVID, lots of people who wanted to keep it going really took that time to like write stuff and get super creative. Like we're all stuck in our houses. What yeah. else are we going to do? Totally. Right. And totally. so when COVID sort of came to an end, I won't say it came to an end. It's still out there. But when like the pandemic stopped having such an intense effect where we're all masked in our houses at all times and no, no shows, um, I think people like took what they made and like ran with ran it. with it. Yeah. And so it is like this wave. Totally. Right. And we're on the upswing of this wave. And it's yeah. so cool to be a part of like all these bands are a community again. That's like my favorite part about music and being a part of the music community is that it is a community. Yeah. You know, we all support each other. We all know each other. We're all we're all in this together. We all make this what it is. And everybody who attends the shows like we'd be nothing without them. Right. Like the whole scene is that it's a community it's a scene that is like interconnected there is totally it's like yeah there's different genres but we it's not a there's no separation we are all supporting each other from the band to the crowd to the crowd to the band from this band playing this night to that band playing that night like and that mentality i think is starting to come back more where it's like this is about a collective community and being a part of something much bigger than yourself or just your your project or your band or yeah and that's that's one of the things i love about it hell yeah i'm glad that you recognize that too and and we're able to talk about it because i feel the same way like i feel like there's just so much passion going on right now like i was saying like Mm -hmm. i i wasn't part of it kind of like in the 2010 to like 2018 era like i just got my foot in it in like 2017 but like castles uh, well that yeah that was <laughs> when was that that was when i got the boot from with conviction and i was like i i thankfully was able to go on a pop punk project with uh mr oliver there it was good i caught yeah. you guys at buck and i remember being yeah like, this, is, this is good yeah, I like yeah. This. hell yeah. yeah fun times fun yeah. times but uh yeah no it's it's cool to see just so much support like you said and uh yeah i i would love to expand on it and we're going to one day but we're running low on time yeah that's and fair. Yeah, i you gotta get it. you to announce everything that you have on social media like from oh. personal if you want you don't yeah. have to sh- i always tell people you don't have to do personal but uh please uh, elaborate on the things that you're part of and uh you know everything else in between so i'm a vocalist lead vocalist of always lost uh we have um three songs out uh, shattered restructure and closure two of which we have actually our diy mixes um from before that jeremy did we have uh, music videos for um that's, where can we find you on the socials you like- can find us on youtube you can find us on spot like any platform spotify apple music all that stuff um we don't have like a band camp or anything like that, but what? yeah, I know. No, we don't. yeah that's one of the things that was back in the day everyone yeah. had a band camp um or like a reverb nation or something, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, YouTube, um, Spotify. Yeah. All, all that stuff. Uh, we have an Instagram always lost official. Nice. We MySpace. Ha- um, <laughs> no, MySpace. Nope. Um, uh, we, yeah. And then, uh, uh, breath of solace. You can find kind of only on platforms. Like I don't have a YouTube channel. Okay. Um, it's just sort of like Spotify. I do have a, uh, Instagram, um a breath of solace i think it's just a breath of solace or either a breath of solace official i can't remember right now off the top of my head um yeah so those two and then uh you can find my vocal cover 
stuff on YouTube under it's a play on my last words actually so and my first or my last name my first name people I'm Terrence but people call me T all the time yeah yeah and my last name is actually Tyson okay yeah so oh, my vocal yeah this is making sense, now. Making sense. <laughs> yeah so uh, my uh, vocal cover channel is uh, T E E S I I think N N N and then underscore just okay. because like one N was taken yeah yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I actually do all the video recording and editing for um, my vocal stuff too. So there you go. Yeah, I'm learning how to use Filmora. <laughs> totally. Actually, I, we mentioned it on the last podcast of, of, of like I shot for you, and I think we did a little bit of work with Abscene, but like a lot of it you took on hands on. So, so you had the footage. Yeah. I kind of put the footage together and then Lee edited the footage. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I put all the clips together where I wanted them and then Lee edited it. But nice. you shot like the actual stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, a shout out to Abscene Productions. I feel like I do it almost every time I have a music guest on this. You got it though. <laughs> Up and coming. Great, great prices, great people. Yeah, yeah like it's 100%. Lee and Mari are awesome, you yeah. know, so yeah. Great human beings. Mm-hmm. All right, again, thank you so much, Terrence, for hopping on. Of course. Check out his bands. And uh, thank you for listening. Uh, an hour at the house. Fuck yeah. <laughs>